pod. Welcome back. Uh, I'm Danica. I'm Jenna. Sorry, that was my attempt at an intro. That was a very good announcer, greatest showman. Hi, what's up, thing. friends? What's up? How are you doing? My fellow kids, welcome to church school. Whoop. <laughs> this week we'll be discussing how to not be a total piece of shit. <laughs> They yeah. should discuss that more in church. Actually, yeah. Like, actually, though. <laughs> like, really, though. Every faction of the Christian church needs some help, I think. Yeah, and the non-Christian church. You know, pretty much everyone needs a little bit of help sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what we're here to do at fucking Date Card Pod, is yeah. help you guys get through the week after The Bachelorette. Yeah. And then if any of the people on the show are watching or listening, because you can watch this podcast yeah. in, your, in your mind's eye... <laughs> <laughs> then maybe we could help one of these guys, too. Yeah. Good maybe. intro. Mm, that was okay. a good intro for us. But I will say, I am excited, because the potential that one of these piss kids is listening mm-hmm. is high, because I got two follows this week. Mm-hmm. Um, not from this season, but... <laughs> yeah, from the incredibly relevant seasons. <laughs> Super relevant seasons. Um, I got a follow from Waboom. Yeah, a classic, a fave. Classic. And I want to talk about him a little bit later when we get in the pod because he's just like the man who was not there for the right reason. Not at all. Yeah, the true definition of it. Yeah. Who else followed me this week? I totally forgot it already. Oh, that means, I forgot it too. Oh, well. That's probably, it has something to say about what he meant on his season. Yeah. Oh, well. It was another rap bag. Was it Vinny? It was Vinny! Oh! No, we love Vinny! We, love Vinny. we just forgot about Vinny. We forgot about Vinny. Sorry, Robert um, likes my posts occasionally, so I always I, I get mm, them confused. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is a bad man. <laughs> TM, TM, TM. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Vinny Vincane uh, followed my account, and uh, I'm just excited. I just feel, I feel alive. Yeah. yeah. You've been doing some great work over there Thank on the you. Instagram. Yeah, make sure I'm you follow us. I'm very proud of you. Um, all right, yeah, we gotta, we gotta speed through this episode again. Um, one day I won't have, like, a million things to do in my life, but that day is not today. I call bullshit. <laughs> Thank you. Good point. Call me out for sure. <laughs> Jenna, you're doing way too much shit. Um, that's fine. But tell them why. Yes. While they're listening. Uh, Jenna's doing, um, what is it called? Well, tonight I'm, um, going to support a former or a previous guest host of the podcast, um, Zoe. Zoe. We love she Zoe. is performing in the Portland's Funniest Person contest tonight, and then I'll be performing tomorrow night. Um, so it's exciting. It's the first night of the competition, and it's like a month long, and it kind of destroys all of us inside. But I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm. I love that. I feel like I'm shouldering this burden with you because I have to go support you because mm-hmm. you demanded that I go. But I would love to go anyway. Yes. I love supporting. But I'm definitely stuff. demanding my close friends to come <laughs> yeah. because I really want to get in this year. I want to go to the semifinals um, because it's my third year. Come on. Yeah. I deserve it. You deserve it. No, I don't deserve it. But anyway. <laughs> um, last night's episode was pretty great. Yeah. I liked this one. We had a lot of people over to watch oh, yeah. last night. We had Molly and Meg who are new to Jenna. Um, Longtime fans of The Bachelorette. And then my roommates Justin and Curtis were there. And then me and Jenna were there. It was a loud room. Mm-hmm. Oh, it but was it was really good. nice. It was really nice because Meg and Molly are fans of the show, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it was nice conversing with people who, like, understood what was going on. 
could like make guesses with us. We were playing a really great game last night. You guys can play at home. Is right before one of the gentlemen's reveals their trauma, we make a guess about what their trauma is going to be. <laughs> it's actually like probably the meanest thing we've ever done, but it made me the most happy because like. It is actually really fun. Like, every one-on-one, it's just like, what's the trauma? What's your trauma? I feel like we need a little jingle. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get a little bell or something. And we can go, like, a cowbell or something. Like, clank, 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 what's his trauma? I think everyone knows that we are, like, total... We're trauma queens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we we all support people in their traumas. Yes. And they're, they're healing from them. It's just that it's just such a, you know routine for these shows and yeah. I think it's just yeah I think it's a great show yeah, what's I your mean, trauma yeah I mean if they're gonna I mean if if I feel like if Mike Fleiss can exploit people's trauma for watches we can make a joke about how goofy and dumb it is to do that please mm-hmm. don't do that to people yeah that's not. cruel oh god um so we start last night off date one it's a one-on-one date with my favorite boy <laughs> Jed, who is actually, like, I will admit, not the worst. I really love disliking him, though. Like, he's too much for me. I don't, again, like, I just don't fuck with musicians. I don't trust them. I am one myself. I don't, like, no one should trust me. No one should date me. It's not interesting or cool or, like, anything. It's just, like, a hobby that makes zero dollars. And, like, you're one of the few ones I know that, like, goes to therapy, I have I haven't been for a while. Okay, but you have. Gone. I just stumbled over my own ass. Like, who told you to ask me that question? I have a point. <laughs> the point is that most musicians I've known and fallen in love with don't go to therapy. No, they don't go to therapy because their words are their therapy, and I'm like, no, that's not true. Not true. That's not true. I, and um, also, I can say the same for comedians. Like, do mm. not date a comedian um, unless they are in therapy, because otherwise they are using the stage for therapy, and it's not healthy. Yeah, it's just, like, pay attention to uh, my trauma that I'm not working through actively. <laughs> yeah, which is, like, fair, 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 but there are options, people. Okay, so, yeah, Jed is a, Jed's, uh, he's a great, he's, he's very nice and likable. He's like a dog mm-hmm. to me in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Very, um, predictable. Mm-hmm. In some ways, I almost feel like he's just cut from the cloth for the show. Yeah. And is doing kind of everything right, including his, like, like his secret that he reveals to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do they do? They just walk around yeah, in they're in Boston. Boston. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Hannah is very, very elated. I feel like she got a break from all of the guys and all the drama for, like, 24 hours and just had, like, time to herself and she was like on one when they were on their date she was like jumping around making shit up she like her quirk that day was that she makes up weird like historical facts that aren't true <laughs> like she pointed at the, I don't even know what it is it's like a thing with a golden cap on it and it, she was like this is where Ronald McDonald got his inspiration for the McDonald sign and like it was just it was like cute though. It was pretty cute. She was you could tell she her personality was coming out mm-hmm. and um which was nice. Yeah. Cause she's been kind of just stressed out ever since the show started. Yeah. So that was nice. And they do look really good together. Mm-hmm. His forehead is troublesome. But, yeah. <laughs> um It's my number one issue. Yeah, we really should probably not shit on him for that, but well, it's it was just my, sorry everyone. Yeah, that's okay. 
Um, and they, but they do look good together, mm-hmm. and then they have their dinner portion, and mm-hmm. that is where Jed, um, God, just saying his name is weird to me. That, yeah. that name, I hate it. I Jed. Oh, God. Of course he's a fucking singer-songwriter from Nashville. <laughs> I can't. Um. What's his last name? You- Storm, probably. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll call him Bedhead Jed or something. <laughs> You said Jack Johnson once. Yeah, Jack Johnson. Jed Johnson. Yeah, Jed Johnson. I mean, one and the same, basically. Two first names. Like, yeah. come on, let's fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I kind of hate two first names. Mm-hmm. So, they, he basically, well, they have something before they go to dinner. They they eat that horrible ice cream, oh, and they then they basketball. go play basketball, and I was the most disturbed by this part of the day, because she could have had my boy... Terry or Jalen, and she still left with the most mediocre white man. And I was just like, girl, you need to treat yourself better. And then I like went into this, like, um, like this like fan fiction that I have for myself where I'm a Kardashian and I can date a basketball player, even though I am two sticks walking around with depression and like (laughs) could never. She could have had that, and she, like, I just don't know why these people rob me of my own fantasy experiences. Um, but she, then they go to the, the dinner date. And this is where Jed, um, gets ready to tell his trauma, and we, I look over to Curtis, and I go, what's gonna be his trauma? And then we start trying to guess, we think maybe divorce, mm-hmm. or his parents are divorced, we'll see what it is. And instead, his, his trauma is that... <laughs> He came onto the show for the wrong reasons. Yeah. <laughs> it just, like, threw me for a fucking loop. I think none of us are expecting that, which makes it so good. So juicy. So juicy. He he very eloquently, I said that word right, <laughs> um, explains that, yeah, he's a musician, and it's, like, a passion of his. He's been doing it since he was super young. His family's been doing it. He's, It's in his blood or whatever, and he you know, uh, is not an idiot, and the show has a platform, and when signing up, he was like, well, that won't hurt me, that's gonna be nice, regardless, but now, once I'm in it, I can't see anything except for you, and I'm falling for you, and I just really want to make sure I'm honest, because you've asked for honesty, and I was like, fucking yes. Yeah. I can fuck with that. And she was like, I respect your honesty. Your passion's amazing. I don't ever want to take that away from you, and I don't want to hinder that, but I also know what I want, need, and deserve. So how do you get from point A to I'm here for you because I need someone who's at point B? And he was like, um, he's like, there's a comfort that co- I just, like, I don't so, like him. He's yeah. so sappy and gross. But, like, also, if someone said this to me, I'd be like, pussy unlocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he was like, there's a comfort that comes from you. I'm falling for you. It's more than a show to me at this point. And she does that, like, Hannah smile where her tongue sticks out a little bit. And she's got both dimples going. Like, dimples unlocked, little red nose mm-hmm. unlocked. And she, like, gives him the rose. So cute. It's just, I, I'm sure there was more discussion that we didn't see. Oh, yeah. I, I think I agree with her decision to, like, trust him and to move on with him. But it's like, it wasn't really, she, they didn't really discuss it enough. Yeah, <laughs> no. Opinion. That was, like, a sentence. Uh, whatever. That was a lot like Colton season, I felt like. Anytime something really drastic came up, he would just be like, thank you. I think I understand you now. Yeah. 
okay. let's make out now. Yeah, I was like, what? You guys didn't even... Okay. The one thing I do think that that interaction did is it unlocked sort of her insecurity for the rest of the season because it reappears over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again in this mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, which we see partially in group date number one well the only group date um oh yes which is now which is is now (laughs) and it's horrifying folks did you see that oh boy i saw it twice and i hated it (laughs) yeah not good um it's like they always try to do these really intense physical um like fighting or competition type um dates occasionally through the the show and a lot of them have been bad for sure over the years Mm -hmm. uh i'm not too long ago rewatched caitlin's season and they did a boxing one which is like yeah. No masks on their faces. They were just, like, yeah. fucking punching each the other. The one that Kenny was on where they, like, wrestled a professional wrestler. I was just like, what are you doing to these poor people? And so this one was rugby, which is, like, really intense I didn't sport. even know. Like, I had no idea. They gave them, like, no pads. They gave them teeth blocker just, thingies. They, but they like, looked like straight, like, stuff you used to... Fix your fucked up teeth. They yeah. didn't look like they were protecting anything. And then they just were like, here, fucking dumb boys, go out in the field and kill yourselves. Yeah. And that is, in fact, what they tried to do. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin was the only person who has ever done anything right in the entire Bachelor franchise. He got hurt day two. So he doesn't have to do this shit anymore. He's like, sorry, guys, I was just injured. I just got to be cool, hot, beautiful, handsome charming forever and hang out with Hannah on the sidelines yeah like i primo yeah smart that's what we should do if we ever get on the show just I know. hurt ourselves well, well <laughs> that's the plan and also i just hurt myself regardless yeah that's true. i don't have to try that hard no walking in heels fuck no. that so yeah they, they play and, and do you have any notable feelings about or i have notes? a lot of i have a lot of feelings so there's a lot of like very aggressive dialogue that's going on but only from one person. Guess who it is? Luke motherfucking P. Um, it's also funny that at the beginning of this date, they're, like, running up to her very aggressively, and she's like, ah, don't hurt me. <laughs> and I'm just like, that is what exactly my feeling about all of these men and how I felt the entire date. Um, like, Luke is just, like, screaming, like, today we fight, today they die. Uh, And, like, he's spitting, he's screaming. There are white girls on the sidelines screaming, screaming, kill him. Yeah. I'm like, this is a sorority that I did not ask for. I do not want to see it, and it should not exist. I don't ever want to see this. Um, Kevin got injured, um, and then... He gets, like, taken away for the ambulance, which is what they've been teasing for a long time. Mm -hmm. The ambulance, of course, was just somebody getting injured kind of naturally. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, I saw this meme last week where Luke was, like, he's told what Hannah's boundaries are, and he's like, I'm gonna date you even harder. (laughs) And he seems to be doing that yet again, Mm -hmm. where he's just like, I'm gonna fight so hard for you. Like, and he just, like, really, like, reminds me of, like, every just, like, roided up person that's ever been on this show. Like, did he bring ham to just eat on the sidelines? Like, it's so weird. Um, he's like Chad, but without an understandable parental trauma. You know what I mean? Oh, that, that is so, yeah, on the money right there. Yeah. 
Because you can kind of see where Chad was coming from in a lot of ways. Or like, you still need therapy, but yeah. at least I understand why you're like the scariest person I've ever fucking seen before. Yeah. Well, you know, Hannah wasn't doing herself any favors. She was on the sidelines screaming her head mm-hmm. off about, go team, blah, 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 get him. Like, she was like full on, like, yeah. Alabama, Roll Tide, mm-hmm. like, garbage. And it's like, I, 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 I have empathy for her. She was raised in a community that um, promotes toxic masculinity and women being differential to these types of men. And I'm mm-hmm. sure that's a very learned habit that she's going to have to unlearn over yeah. the years if she wants to. And clearly she's a sensitive person. She was upset by a lot of it, but it was like, mm-hmm. oh boy. Oof. And there's also, like, the whole the whole scene is just basically Luke P. hurting people, just saying... He's going to fight for their relationship, and he wants her to see that. And we, like, we see it. We see it. You don't need to fight like this. And then him glaring when she's hugging other people. Oh. Like, like he's a little, he's, like, really scary. Um, And so then one of the guys, what's the cute little one's name? Lucas? No. No, I'm sorry. The, Devin? Can I see Mateo? the tail? It's one of the, like, ones we don't see very often. Yeah. I think that no, not he looks really soft. Well, I never figured out that one. I think we don't know. I don't... There's a Grant? Mm-mm. Oh, no, Garrett. It's Garrett. No. Ah. It's... Ah. It's the one we were, like, if any of them is gay, it's this one. <laughs> I think that might be on the missing page. No, I thought I wrote it last week. <laughs> Anyway, I'm... Yeah! Oh, yeah. Dylan. Dylan. I think. You're right. He's yeah. kind of shorter. Yeah. He, well, I don't know if he's short. He just looks little. He yeah. looks kind to me, so I just assume he's short. Yeah, I like reason. him in general. He, like, scores a goal. Sorry that took so long. Yeah, wow, woof. Uh, one of these days we'll <laughs> learn their names. really good, though, I think. We've got, like, five names solidified, and I will take it. A toast to us, but... Wait, I forgot. Dylan... Dylan B, like, scores a goal. She, like, goes over and hugs him. And then we see the drama that, like, is gonna just, like, be the next two episodes of this show. So, like, the footage is a little bit unclear. We mm-hmm. watched it a bunch of times yesterday. Um, but Luke P and Luke S. Basically, you see Luke S. get, like, body slammed to the ground. Yeah. But we don't really have a whole lot of context for it. Um, and this is really what the, like, drama that unfolds for the rest of this episode is sort of all about. Um. It seems really uncalled for, mm-hmm. for Luke, to, Luke P to do, without, later on we find out a little bit more context of what happened, but I remember watching it the first time and going, holy shit, like, he just, like, picked him up and threw him on the ground kind of for no re- like, I yeah. really thought it was, like, literally for no reason, like, yeah. he just kind of did it. Like, he was fucking roided out. Yeah. And then Hannah kind of sees the end of it, but she's like, what the hell happened? And then yeah. it all just kind of, like, ends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see Lucas really pissed off and going up to all the other bros and being like, did you see fucking see that? Like, mm-hmm. what do I do? And they're like, man, just be chill. Don't fucking, mm-hmm. don't ruin this. And then Luke P, oh my god, why do we, I hate this that they're both named Luke. I know, it's. I mean, it, sh- it makes it easier, yes. but also harder. <laughs> yeah, right. And Luke Peek is like, hey, man, can we talk? And he's like, no, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. And Luke P- Luke, god damn it, now I'm doing it. Luke P, like, 
is like, hey, I'm sorry, man. It was just self-defense. Like, he thinks that Luke S. is trying to attack him. I'm sorry. Luke S. is elf on the shelf. He is the tiniest tiny man that's ever existed before. Like, there is no way in his right mind he would try to attack Luke motherfucking P. What is um, Curtis's partner's name? Justin. Justin said it perfectly. He was like, Luke S. looks like... The grown-up version of Boss Baby. Yeah. <laughs> I died. It's so true. He just, like, it's, like, big, like, sort of, like, cartoonish, like, bobbly eye. He just looks like he could be broken at any mm-hmm. given moment. So, uh, yeah, self-defense. Okay, sure. And even, let's just even say it was, like, you, Luke P for some reason felt really threatened by Lucas. That was such an overreaction. He yeah. could literally, he's, he's fucking one of the strongest men on this show. He could have yeah. just put his hand out and stopped yeah. Lucas, and it would have like, been one of those things. Literally, where... like, hit, hand on the head, Lucas is swinging. He can't hit him at all. So, like, to pick him up and body slam him is... Such really... a gross, a really gross overreaction to any situation. And, and it's kind of like, ooh, what does that say about how you act when you are are mad? Yeah. Or, like, when your adrenaline is pumping in any sort of way, like, because this is supposed to be just, like, a fun, yeah. like, thing. And I get they're, like, competitive, but that was, it was just gross, y'all. Ugh. So. Now we go to the night portion <laughs> of the date. She grabs Luke P right away. She's like. Okay, also, her outfit, I need to talk about it now, oh, yeah. because it's what I want to wear to Pride. <laughs> um, her nipples were just, like, out. It's, like, this, like, beautiful, like, blazer, and, like, it looks like a suit, but it's, like, sparkly, like, light blue. Yeah. It kind of looks like pajamas, almost. Yes. It was not silk, but it, like, kind of had that look a little bit. Yeah, it had that, like, sheen that I love in pajamas. And it was just, like, an open, basically an open, like, suit jacket with no top underneath and no bra. And her nipples were just, like, fucking. It was awesome. Thank you. I love it, ABC. She looks so fucking hot. And so she brings the pee to the back, and she's like, can you explain what the fuck happened on this field? And he gives some garbage about how he was in self-defense because um, Luke P got a ball or something from Lucas and Lucas was apparently coming to him like cursing and like throwing fists and it's like yeah, that's not really what I saw but I also yeah. didn't see the whole thing and uh, then he's also like well I've been real, really trying hard since our conversation last week and we're like have ya have ya um, and he was like I don't want you to have to think twice about my character because of something like that and she literally says, um, okay. <laughs> it was amazing. Face. Yeah. It was amazing. I'm really confused because her face really shows how much she hates Luke P. Mm-hmm. Yet she, she likes him. says things like, I have strong feelings for you and I want you to work on this and I'm going to yeah. keep you around and whatever. But I'm like, but her face looks like she hates him. Yeah. Her face gives a lot of things away. It's like, honey, read your face. Like, read your own face. Like, what is going on? (laughs) He's just, like, saying this stuff, and she just kind of, like, rolls her fucking eyes literally at him to the camera. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Yeah. (laughs) It's true. Her face is a really good tell about how she's feeling, but it just, like, doesn't match what she's saying, which is weird because she's, like, asking for transparency, but not, like, like, I don't think she can be as transparent. No. So I think it's just, like, probably harder for her to, like, hide her 
facial expressions. Yeah. Um, and she asks if he has problems with any other person in the house, and he says no. <laughs> um, cue montage. Uh, like, my God. Just, um, like, every person on the cast being like, I fucking hate this man. He's really aggressive. He's manipulative. He lies to people. Man, when he said he loved you in the first week, that was weird. But then the next week, he said he didn't think he could love you. She was told that twice by two different mm-hmm. people that he basically said that he doesn't think he could fall in love with her. And so I'm like, if you're basing all of your like your like affection for this man on the fact that he's been love bombing you, and he now he's pulling back that, what do you even have? To base your yeah. fucking dumb relationship on it. And it's, like, really, like, she doesn't know any of these people super well, but, like, technically this is her circle. So, like, if you take your partner to a thing with your friends and they all hate him at the end of it, do those relationships ever really work out? Because not in my experience. They're just jealous. And I guess you could say that these ones are jealous because right. they're other suitors. But it... So I can see where this this happens yeah. for sure um because also most people in real life still date pieces of oh, shit yeah, despite their friends being I've like, done it I've done it so I mean we, we we feel for Hannah um it's definitely not I don't think it's her fault for sure for no. kind of going along the journey that she is going on um but yeah Luke S basically tells well, her he also, he also says that Luke S isn't here for the right reasons oh yeah in this one-on-one Sorry, to be clear, Luke P says Luke S is not here for the right reasons. He never talks about Hannah. And that he is only here to promote his tequila company. Um, and so, I wonder if, part of me wonders if Jed, like, told them, the group, about his date the night before. Oh. And was like, I had this really hard conversation with her where I told her that I, like, originally didn't come here for the right reasons. And now she has this complex about it that Luke P is playing into. Yeah. Well, and also they could have all then had the conversation right then and there, all the other men. They could have easily been like, um, oh, oh yeah. that's really, that's really brave of you. You know, I mean, let's be honest. We all yeah. have businesses to like promote. I'm a tequila. Oh, you have your thing. And then they probably all had a fucking kumbaya about it. Yeah. And then now Luke P is coming through and being like, well, he's talking about his business. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm sure that was taken out of context. Um, plus, also, we all know that everyone's here for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Okay, so... Then we go back to Luke S. He just basically tries to tell her that he's here for the right reasons, he's here for her, that he said that Luke P was incredibly aggressive with him, that he came at him, he body slammed him, knocked the air out of his, like, lungs. His tiny little baby his lungs. little baby lungs, <laughs> died um and in in the background though like he's also saying like my tequila business even is isn't even a business yet so how can i be here to promote it which i'm like well that's what the followers are for but at the same time i'm like yeah you know what like that's not really anything to go off of at this point but also we were talking about it last night he and hannah have insanely zero chemistry yeah and in any way whatsoever. So yeah. we're just like, oh, baby, you're doomed, aren't you? But, you know, God bless him for um, taking the taking the sword for us on this one. Because yeah. he's, he's going to bring Luke P down, but he is going down with him. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's 
that's sometimes that's how it's got to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the montage happens. Everyone hates them. She's just like, Christ. And then she basically gives um, somebody the date rose. Well, I really remember. It was Garrett. Oh, it's Garrett. Okay. But I thought that it was funny because she was like, she, the reasons that she gave for giving Garrett the date rose were that he opened up in his own way, and all Garrett said was, hey, it's really hard for me to open up. I like you. (laughs) And I was like, the bar, once again, is, like, on the ground. Like, she, like, really was not feeling all these dudes so much that someone said that he liked her and didn't talk about Luke or Luke, and she just gave him the rose. Yeah, or literally just saw the first man that she made eye contact with that she remembered their name and said that name. Garrett, here's the rose, asshole. That's like applaud. I applaud her for remembering his name because it took me seven hours to figure it out today. Uh, So she goes on another one-on-one date uh, the next day with, well, she almost doesn't go on the date with Mr. Tyler C. Which we were a little bit unsure about, I think. Yeah, he's grown on me for sure. He's grown on me too. Um, He's just a strange fella. He's definitely attractive and... Um, seems really nice, but just his voice is going to destroy me. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be the one thing that finally breaks me. Yeah. Um, but we open up a scene where she's on this dock and she's, um, in a gorgeous little old man sweater. I'm Mm -hmm. like, could I want to fuck her more than I do right now? (laughs) No. And she's like, I'm really fucking bummed because I make bad choices. <laughs> and um, I don't know if I can go on this date yeah. with Tyler because I'm really sad about life. And yeah. it's like, same. Yes. But... It really makes me wonder about their production schedule, too. Like, they couldn't give her, like, one day off. Christ, everyone could have just one day. So she's like, I'm probably going to just, like, not go on this date. And mm-hmm. so Tyler starts walking down to the docks, and my favorite scene probably in the world ever is her looking out at the water, her back's to the, the camera, and she just kind of turns around, flips her hair over her shoulder, and looks at him like, how I feel like someone who is incredibly ambivalent trying to not look ambivalent, she but looked also like- looked like she stared into the sun and couldn't see him. Okay, I was gonna <laughs> be nicer and say that she looked like she was brooding a lot, you- same thing yeah basically and Um, and tyler's like damn you look good and it's like honey she's like not saying anything she's like hi (laughs) um and it's also great because they made this like very (sighs) deliberate choice to not put any music over this encounter and it's excruciating to watch because like the bachelor if anything, has a very good sense of, like, when to put in, like, romantic music. Like, yeah. oh, I'm so happy to see you. They put in nothing, and it was fucking awesome. Uh, and I love when they do do that. Yeah. When they, like, they're like, we're going to give you no background noise. Mm-hmm. You can literally hear everyone breathing, and mm-hmm. it's amazing. And you can hear a dog in the background barking, and you're like, oh, my God, this is so awkward. <laughs> um, she, He's like, how's it going? She's like, well, pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm making a lot of bad choices. And so I'm really sad. And he's like, oh, that's really hard. Well, we're going to have a great day today. And I was like, I cannot with this man right now. I mean, I get where he was doing, but, like, she's just like, no, I don't really. And he's like, don't worry, though. I'm going to make sure you have a great day. She's like, but I don't want a great yeah. day. 
Put your head in my chest. Stop talking about it. <laughs> and then they go on. This is the other thing that cracked me up is they go on this like fishing boat and like they get lobsters. And like I can't believe like if I didn't want to do something so badly and they made me go on a boat for hours to catch two fucking lobsters, I would be like, shut the fuck up. I could have been in bed this whole time. I can't. It's I feel so bad for mm-hmm. her. Um, it's like it was, you know, whatever. They had some fun, I guess, and um, they canoodle and kiss, and then um, they go to the date portion of the night. Um, are sitting down in front of some more lovely food that they won't eat, and um, although they did eat the lobster earlier, like two pieces so of it. Good. Oh my god! And we get to come back to our new favorite game show. What's your trauma? Yep. And we'll give you a second to guess at home. What do you think his trauma was? Hmm. Did you think something to do with his dad? Because that's what we said. Ding, ding, ding. And then we felt really bad. Because his dad almost died. (laughs) We were incredibly huge jerks last night, as it turns out. it was terrible. But we did literally go, I bet it's something to do with his dad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, no. He was like, um... Well, she asks, what were your intentions coming in here? And he's like, yeah, I know that's really important (laughs) to you. Yeah, you're so right. She's so insecure about it. Yeah, and he was like, well, to be honest, I almost didn't come here. And then she's just like, fuck. (laughs) 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 And he, like, described He describes his dad as his pops. He's like, my pops almost died. Uh, he was in a coma for 10 days. He was in the hospital for 25 days. I had to sign over his, like, rights. Um, we, but, like, when he woke up, we would watch The Bachelorette, and I was, like, and he would, he became your biggest fan. I was, like, first of all, no, you didn't watch The Bachelorette, because she wasn't on that one. And I felt myself getting snarky about it, and then I was, like, Tanika, you're such a fucking asshole. Go to bed. You meant The Bachelor, I'm sure. But still. And he was, like, my dad said, this is your girl. And I was, like, okay. The Sean B thing can't be done again. Uh-uh. We're not Sean Boothing this. We're not anymore. It, it didn't work even way. work. <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. It didn't work. Um, and then he he does this thing where he's like, "I'm not here for the Bachelorette. I'm here for Hannah." And I was like, "I'm vomiting. I love you so much. Why am I like this?" Yeah, he really does have a way with his words. I wish the voice was yeah, better. Yeah, his like, words are good. He's like very schmoozy, but his like. He seems very just stiff about it, which is maybe why I appreciate him, because, like, the other schmoozy people, I'm like, ew, what's wrong with you? But it's also funny because she was like, I felt really unsure about you and, like, put up a block with you because I thought you were, like, a player. Like, I did not think that I was going to like you at all. And I was just like, damn, this is, like, communication that I don't know that I even like very much. (laughs) Like, I appreciate relationships that have communication, but, like, ouchie. Okay. (laughs) She's going to be a little like, I didn't want to be here, asshole. Um, <laughs> he gets the rose. Okay, whatever. Now, let's get to the uh, rose ceremony. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay, There was one other part of the day, and we were like, oh, what are they going to do now? And they go to a motherfucking country concert. And I swear to God, this is my least favorite trope in all of Bachelor, like, in all of the Bachelor things. I hate the country concerts the most. But it looked from a distance that it might have actually been Jed. Yeah, we were, that's the thing. It's just like, who is that? Who is that? Oh, it's Jed! <laughs> <laughs> that is so sad. I would 
like we're really hoping that if Jed doesn't get it, like he'll get to come back next season and just do one of his little weird horrible songs. I think that's a great idea for mm-hmm. the producers. You guys can take it from us. Like yeah. if there's the the singer-songwriter who doesn't make it and doesn't win, he can be on the next show and he can still get time <laughs> on screen. It's mm-hmm. great. Everyone will be like, "Oh, we liked that guy or didn't like that guy." And now he's back. Yeah. Oh boy. People are going to like Jed, I think, at the end though. Yeah, I don't think he's going to all of a sudden suddenly um prove to be a, you know, a villain, but mm-hmm. um yeah, that was worst dates. Um, so bad. So, they come to rose ceremony, time, Nobody wants to talk about anything that's going on with Luke. Like, everyone's sick of fucking talking about it. But that's all that ends up being talked about for most of the night. Except for, like, there are a few cute moments. Peter and Hannah talk. Peter asks Hannah to be his girlfriend, which was pretty adorable. Then he got on top of her, and I was like, stop it, sir. You are 11. (laughs) Like... (laughs) It was very weird. His face is just, like... He's tight. I really do think that they're setting him up for... He seems, like, very, like, smooth. He has that good job, you know? Yeah. They always make the bachelors have, like, these, like, cushy, like, I'm a pilot. Oh, like, he's gonna I own my own farm. Like, yes. I don't know what Nick did, but... Um, I don't know what a lot of them did, actually. But, like, he seems like he's, like, prime material for, like... Oh, God, can we have... This is, our, like, our final redo from the pilot season. Jake Pelvaka mm-hmm. was on it for two fucking seasons, and he was mm. a pilot, and he was the most douchiest guy ever. Yeah. Um. So, and Bachelor Nation likes to just, like, not ever remember him. <laughs> um. So that'd be kind of funny to get a new pilot, mm-hmm. um, one that seems much nicer. Um. And, yes, that was pretty cute. And then Hannah's like, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> Like, bitch, you have 15. Yeah, you have 15 boyfriends, but he was just the first to ask. Um, so then, like, we have some back and forth. She goes and talks to Mike, who's my favorite, but I need him to stop with his shit. Um, he is being, like, a little bit, like, weirdly, like, overprotective, and he's gonna start some drama that I just, like, I don't want him to go home. Like, I really want him to make it, like, far enough where he has, like, a chance for the rest of what, like, the rest of Bachelor Nation spoils, but, like, if he keeps starting shit, it's gonna become a problem. Yeah. And not that he shouldn't be allowed to speak up, I just want better for him, because it's just gonna turn into a different drama if only one of the Lukes happens to go home. Yeah, it seems like he's just standing up for, like, his morals in a way, which is really, you know, commendable, but Mm. it's, yeah, he's... That's not how the show is done. No, and he's also just, like, I find myself stepping up when I see someone, like, that I think is gonna hurt you or if they have bad intentions. Like, I get that you spend more time with these people than she does, but it's also, like, that's not, like, truly altruistic either. Like, you're competing with these people, you know? Like, so I get it, but also step it back, like, three steps for me so that you can stay and be my bachelor because i'm I'm really gonna apply i think (laughs) if he gets through oh Mm -hmm. shit yes Mm -hmm. um we'll do a gofundme for you to go to like texas or whatever for the yeah for real for the auditions um so then we have kevin uh and he said this like really dumb thing where he was like if luke p gets the rose i feel like it diminishes the value of all the roses and i was like sir what is the exchange rate for roses like per country like you're being like i get that like i get the mindset it's just like everyone is so like 
Weird. This happens a lot in the Bachelorette seasons mm-hmm. and not a ton in the Bachelor seasons, although there's still some of the same drama. But inevitably there is always that thing that's brought up. Like, if she chooses him... What does that say about me? Yeah. It, but the men often actually go one step further to be like, what does that say about her? And... Ooh, you're right. The, that's yucky. The men, the, the women on The Bachelor... Typically will go, what does it say about me? And then they just kind of really feel shitty about themselves. Because mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, if he likes her, there's no way he's going to like me. But the men will often take it to that level of, like, she is making mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> and I know I just made fun of her for making bad choices. But um, but she said about herself. But like, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I just, like, you just found our graduate thesis, yeah. I think. And uh, it's just an interesting way that men think, I think. Wow. That's great. (laughs) Good job, Jenna. Um, But, you know, it's just interesting. But it is unfortunate that that's already starting week four. Mm -hmm. But Blue P is polarizing as fuck. Mm -hmm. And she has fallen for him so much. Where I think somebody like a Corinne or a Crystal even, who were also polarizing characters in similar manners, who made people question, like, oh, if he likes her... um, the leads weren't to Luke P, no. and that's kind of concerning. But yeah. again, I think that she doesn't even realize that she's not into him. She only has just been word vomiting these things back at him, and they've had no conversations. Yeah, they haven't even been on a date alone, yeah. and they've had no conversations other than him just saying he likes her, and that's just so upsetting. Right, and like the would... physical like chemistry, uh, which, which I. Don't think you would. Maybe your notes notes will show that they didn't even kiss this date this no, this not time. That I saw. And last episode too, I don't even think they kissed because she was so pissed at him. Yeah, I think there's definitely like she's definitely questioning yes. like what what is going on. And it's probably more than we know, and they're just kind of keeping him on for all this drama. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Mike and Luke P are in a room with like a bunch of other people. Mike is just like. You know, like, I'm a say, I'm a, like, see something, say something kind of bitch. So, like, you're the cause of her unhappiness right now. And, I, and again, I'm just like, Mike, 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 please. And Luke P is like, well, actually, I'm not Luke S's because of this whole situation. And then he, like, gets up and, like, physically reenacts the scene. And I'm just like, no, that is not what I saw, first of all. And then he... He really did come up with my new catchphrase, though, which is, like, you can take that and flush it. (laughs) I am going to be saying that for the rest of my human life. I want that on my tombstone, um, and I really regret that I learned it from the most toxic man I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's the truth. Mike calls him, what, okay, what was the curse? Oh, yeah. He called him a millennial beep beep. What was the beep beep? Fuckstick. A millennial fuckstick. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. You've saved the, the planet. planet. Yeah. <laughs> Global warming has ended. Millennial fuckstick. It's <laughs> so great. Um, and basically, at one point, um, she has a conversation with Luke S. And she, she's like, you know... Uh, I'm here to tell you that, yes, I have found out that you are not the only man in this house who has issues with Luke P. That is true. Um, Mm -hmm. but I am still confused. 
Mm-hmm. And I am also still worried about your reasons for being here. And she was like, I am irritated with both of you in two completely different ways. Which was pretty great. It was so brutal. I was like, yes, ask him, honey. Yeah. Ask him, honey. I don't know why I'm so annoyed with Luke S. I think he got pretty douchey towards the yeah. end of this. He was just getting so intense. Yeah. And so they, she goes, okay, fine. So then she, he comes out to the main room and he's like, thanks to you, Telling to Luke P. Thanks to you for telling her about that tequila business. <laughs> she doesn't trust me at all. And so you know what? Good job, Luke. She doesn't trust me. And blah blah blah. And then and he was like, "Do you think I'm here for the right, or do you really think I'm not here for the right reasons?" Luke P. responds, "No, as in I do think you're here for the right reasons." And then he's like, "Are you gonna tell her that you feel that way?" <laughs> And he was like, yeah, I plan on it. And then Garrett steps in and says his first sentence in this whole show. He's like, you can't just go to her and say, actually, Luke is here for the right reasons. You need to say, I was wrong. I lied. I wasn't being honest. I was feeling jealous, et cetera, et cetera. Because, like, really, that's totally not going to work. And, like, Luke's face is just like, yeah, no, yeah. To- no, yeah. That man, I don't think he's ever listened <laughs> Personally, I don't think he understood what was going on. I think he... No, I think he does. I think he... I had a little bit of, um... Um, in theory that he was maybe just, like, so deeply in, um... Like, internalized manipulator. Like, he didn't realize he was doing certain things last week. I was kind of like, you know, he just... Maybe he doesn't really realize. This week, I'm like, no, he is, like, a full-on, like, psychopath. I don't know. He is something, because he... (laughs) He was looking at these men as if he was like, oh, wow, these guys are really upset. I don't, I don't understand what's, how this has gotten so bad. Yes, of course I'll go. Uh, oh, yeah. And he kind of looks like sad and like, like concerned. shameful, concerned. And then he, go, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go tell her that I was, I was, you know, not telling her the truth. Mm-hmm. He goes up to her and he bold-faced lies. Yeah. He says, I, I, um... No, this has been a rough week for the both of us. LOL. <laughs> and I don't want to be the guy that puts you on an emotional roller coaster. Um, I just wanted to let you know that Lucas came up to me um, asking me to put in a good word with you. Um, but what I told you about him the other night, about him not being here for the right reasons, is true. Nothing has changed. <laughs> and I fucking... All of us were just, like, screaming all over the room. I got out of my seat and walked around no. and, like, couldn't handle it. I have never seen something so buck wild on this it show. It was so just intentionally evil. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like... I will go tell her that I was that I was uh, uh, wrong and I had lied. And then he goes in and goes, guess what? I'm doubling down on this <laughs> bullshit I said. Oh, my God. I mean, I gotta hand it to him. It was pretty great television. Like, oh boy. Like, honestly, baller move. Like, it sucked. Yeah, it sucked, but like, okay. Yeah. Swish, you got some points there. Honestly. She's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he goes. <laughs> um. And so then he goes back out. Lucas goes back in with Hannah. And she's like, I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Luke just told me that you definitely are here for the wrong reasons. <laughs> and that you came in asking for a good word. 
And he was like, I didn't ask for him to do that. I'm trying, I'm just trying to clear the air. I just want you to have the truth. And like, even then I'm like, I don't even believe you, dude. Like, yeah, it's just bananas. So then he goes back out into the main room and this is fucking grish, fucking wild shit, man. He's like, you just told her that I asked you to do that? And the whole, all the guys like lose their shit yeah. on, on Luke P. They're just like, dude, you told us. I think that is the most, like, bleeps I've seen in, like, a single, like, 30-second scene in a really long time. It was fucking amazing. Oh my God. And he, like, Garrett is just shaking his head in his hands. He's like, why would you do that? We all fucking heard you, dude. And, like, literally Luke P. looks like the dumbest motherfucker I've ever seen. He's like, I don't know what I did wrong. I'm just a baby. I can't even talk and it's like shut up you are like he's like digging himself into such a hole and I think he just like figured out pretty early on that like either he wasn't into her and like wasn't gonna be like a lead yeah so he just figured wreak as much havoc as as humanly possible it's just really sad if he's gonna do that to her because she's clearly Mm -hmm. kind of falling for him and that's just like or I don't know she's being confused by him at least and it's just that's pretty sad but yeah, I, I would agree with that that um, theory that he just is leaning into the villain role super hard. Mm-hmm. He does it really well, though, in a way that, like, you know what? Maybe he's, like, a brilliant actor, and I just didn't know because, like, yeah. I was, com- like, I think I was, like, comparing him to Lee in my head a little bit where he's, like, slowly antagonizing people, but, like, with Lee, it felt very, like, nefarious, and there were there were bad intentions there, and you could tell that he thought it was funny to, like, fuck with all the black people in the show. Yeah. And he was being racist on purpose. He was being antagonistic on purpose. This dude makes it look, like, effortless. Like, he's just like, no, my intentions were so good. Like, he does that thing with his eyebrows and his face where he's like, no, I'm listening. I'm listening. Can't you tell? Like, I didn't know you would feel that way if I did this action that sucks. Like, I had no idea how this would affect you. And he, like, he just plays it so well. And it makes me so mad that I'm, like, this into it. Well, it's like, it's just like watching gaslighting happening. Oh, yeah. In front of your eyes like textbook mm-hmm. gaslighting and you're just watching it and it, you were seeing it like in theory work mm-hmm. and it's just mind-boggling it's also just like so weird that like hannah who he is gaslighting he's also gaslighting all these other people yeah, but so everybody funny. else is just like fuck no like i can see it and she's not a part of this dynamic yet yeah so like she's the one that gets ultimately affected by it and that's what sucks the most that's about the whole situation exactly, yeah. like he can fuck with the guys honestly all he wants like For they're sure. gonna call him out they're gonna be each other's like support group he's gonna be he's vilifying himself and he's gonna suffer in the long run because of it yeah. but like what he's doing to her is ultimately just like really abusive and not fair it's not fair at all it's really sad and i hope he i hope he feels bad about it yeah you hear that i hope he feels bad about it shame on you shame 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 um, she comes back out, which we were all she, hoping that she, in theory, was listening to everything because she was just staring into a fire. Yeah. It was a very, like, weird Beauty and the Beast. I don't know if they keep trying to do this, like, Cinderella. Uh, probably. Sh- uh, that, yeah. I mean, they're not the same thing, but you know what I mean. Like, just Disney shit where she's like, I'm going to think pensively while looking outdoors or whatever. So she was in another room and they kept cutting back to her staring into this fire while they cut back to the room where the men are like losing it. And they like get up one by one and walk away from the room because they're like so mad at Luke mm-hmm. for just being like, I didn't, I, uh. and then she comes back in and she's like, okay, Luke and Luke. Luke and Luke. 
I need to talk to you right now. <laughs> and then everyone just kind of goes, what? And then I fade really, to black. Um, she's basically just, like, going to make them, like, talk one-on-one -on -one next oh, week. Right. Yes. Um, she's like, I want to hear y'all talk to each other about this. Aww. And, like, literally, I want, part of me is just like, all right, now kiss. Because <laughs> 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 oh. I think that would be wonderful, and it's Pride Month, and I deserve to have problematics kiss each other. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> we <but> deserve that. <laughs> I mean, I think next week's episode is going to be a doozer. I am, like, I just, just thinking about them having that conversation right now got me, like... Yeah, how's me feeling? Like, upset, wet, um, <laughs> like, anxious, and pensive. I'm just, like, everything. Yeah. I'm all yeah. of the feelings. Upset and wet is the new official name of our podcast. Yes. Um... <laughs> But, like, really, I am I'm really curious about how it's going to go because I feel like Luke P. is so calm right now. And Luke S. is arguing for his life against someone who is lying. Mm -hmm. But no matter what, he is going to be on the defensive. And that's a really hard position to be really in, is. even when you're telling the truth. Yeah. Like, which I think for the most part... From what I can see, he's telling the truth. Like, there are some things where I'm like, yeah, that's not necessarily be, how I saw it, but, yeah. like... You might just be conflating some emotions, mm -hmm. if, if anything. Um, yeah, I mean, previews from a couple weeks ago show a scene where Luke P is standing over Luke S in a chair in a fancy room. They will kiss. <laughs> they are very uh, <laughs> passionately about to kiss. No, they're very... Um, he's Luke, he's being very aggressive. So, I know that... They will both stay in that sense. Mm -hmm. um, but that's probably, that scene is hopefully from next week. And one or both of them will go home. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it because I don't have any spoilers. I don't know. Um, like, I don't, I don't know how, how far Luke P or S stays. Did we but... see Luke P on a one-on-one -on -one with Hannah at one point, though? No. Uh, that, not that I could tell. Hmm. I thought I saw something like oh, that, but it could be. Kind of. You're right. There's a scene where he actually They is, were alone together. Yeah, and he's saying that he's not sure he can get those feelings there or whatever. And it's like, dude, that is what you've... Okay, whatever. Sir. Yeah, I mean, I could very likely see her getting rid of Luke S and giving Luke P one more try. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. I mean, like, no matter what, Luke S is not yeah, going to make it very bye, bye, far. Bye. I'm sorry. Like... <laughs> He is, like, perfectly acute. I'm sure he's a nice person. Um, she's just not into him. And I don't think he's all that into her either. He'll probably be on... Oh, he will be on Bib. Yeah, he... Congratulations. You're a... Um, on I, your tequila business. I got a Bib spoiler. Do you want it? We'll, we'll save you. And we'll you, save you. You can DM yeah. if you want to know. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. <laughs> One time I spoiled something and somebody got very mad at me online. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's about it. It was a wild episode. Please let us know your thoughts and feelings on it. Um, mm -hmm. I got somebody who DM'd me today just to tell me, should I researched it and it turns out that Luke S, he was in a political background stuff and it turns out the person he was working for politically is a Democrat. So there's that. Aww. And I was like, thank you for messaging me. And that was so sweet. And I was like, they're clearly like a listener and they are like, I just want to make sure Jenna knows that this guy, like as Aww. shitty as he is being right now, he, he's not a Republican, he, which yeah. we can't say for the other ones. Right. 
I wish we could know easier. I wish, like, their bios literally said what party yeah. they, like. Like, I'm know. tired of this likes dogs, uh, likes a cold beer. Everyone likes fucking dogs. Tell me whether you care about my abortion rights. <laughs> And also, I, I'm really done with people being like, it's really hard for me to open up. Like, no shit. Being vulnerable is super fucking hard, you idiots. Ugh. You asked her. That's not a trauma. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Shuddering. <laughs> All right, we got to stop talking about men. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pride. It's pride. If you're not being gay, then you're going to be arrested. <laughs> you're under arrest. You're under arrest. For straight. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are Descartes Pod. On Twitter, we are Descartes Podcast. You can email us at DescartesThePodcast at gmail. And make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at Drunk Feminist on Instagram. And Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight. When you are ready. <laughs>